Hey kids, you're about to listen to a comedy podcast. That means none of this is medical advice. If you need medical advice or medical care, please contact your doctor. Welcome to the Jock Doc Podcast featuring Dr. London Smith, the world's sportiest doctor man. Introducing the Jock Doctor himself, Dr. London Sportyman Smith. Sports! Hello, and welcome to the Jock Doc Podcast, where we discuss fitness and health and how to incorporate our modern understanding of science and medicine into our daily lives, but without it being so boring. I'm your host, Dr. London Smith, Dr.com. I'd like to begin by apologizing to our listeners. We've received some feedback about the excessive amount of technical medical terms that I've been using, such as hyponatremia and epoxy lips. So I'll try to temper my terminology to a simpler one in the future. Here to help with that is our producer, Cameron. Hey, Dr. London. You, you're looking pretty sporty today. Thank you. You... You noticed. Underneath your lab coat, you're wearing sort of like an Under Armour workout tank. Yeah. Well, it's part of my resolutions for... Well, I was thinking since you've been sort of sporty, I know we're sort of a week late to this. Last week, we released our our kind of Valentine's Day-ish episode, so it was special. Mm -hmm. But last weekend was also the Super Bowl. And oh my gosh, can you believe the team that won won the Super Bowl? Yes, I was... I really thought the team that lost was going to win, but Mm -hmm. actually the team that won ended up winning. Yes. Uh, Okay. I, so I didn't, so so I know that they, they, like there was a big whole debacle over it, at least in my friend group where we thought, no way. There's no way the team that won is going to win. And then sure enough, they ended up winning. Yeah. But it, it reminded me the whole time while I was watching that bowl of super, it reminded me of your football days as a young quarterback okay. Dr. London I, back in medical school. Yeah. 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 Well, I got recruited. I actually, you know, was on a football scholarship in medical school. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So uh yeah, they unfortunately, like, I'm a lot smaller than the other medical school football players, is what I found out. So a lot of Yeah. And they didn't realize that either until after they had given you the scholarship. Yeah. You had sent a lot of misleading pictures and videos, sort of like um, Lord of the Rings Hobbit style, where they would put Elijah Wood next to a giant table to make him look super small. It was sort of like that. You were standing next to very tiny tables, miniatures. I mean, it was mostly just me cropped into a scene from the hobbit or from lord of the rings with with the hobbits towering Uh, over them yeah yeah so uh like i basically i cropped out gandalf and put myself in there um and people say like you shouldn't be dishonest to to sort of get into schools but like we need more doctors well and what if you're going to liar school you have yeah. to be dishonest if you're trying to go to liar school. So people who say stuff like that don't know what they're talking about. Sorry, it's not the real world. Yeah, just once you live in reality for a second, you learn that, oh, I, I really have to adapt. Yeah. Fib Academy. Your alma mater, yeah. If you, wanted to get, if you want to get into Fib Academy, then... Which you did and you excelled. Yes, and your application has to be full of claims of going to space and going to the core of the earth. And uh, maybe also sort of like taking over a country. Yeah, which, I mean, you uh, the the only failing point I think you made in yours, if I remember you telling me about it correctly, was that you actually took over a country. So it turned your lie into the truth. Yeah, unfortunately. And that's actually how I got expelled was that I had made one of my previous lies into a reality, which is the one thing you're not allowed to do at FIB College. Yeah. FIB University. Now... Uh, but do you want to maybe talk about, I know this is a hard subject for you, but how your, your co- days of, of being a medical school quarterback came to an end? That one, that one fateful day? Yeah, I, I didn't want to talk about it. I feel like that's so far in the past. It's an important part of your past, and, 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 and it's a way for the listeners to, to learn more about you. Okay, so, so I was playing a game. And, you know, this is part of, if you play sports in med school, uh, it can be dangerous. And people know that, you know, like, like when I went to school, and this is very real, whoever played on one of the sports teams, usually at least one person would be out of medical school that semester from their injuries. I knew this going into it. This is a real thing. Uh, and so I was playing football. 
And just to clarify, this is football as in the, the, you know, everywhere except America version. This is kicking a soccer ball, uh, football. Yeah, but yeah just so I was like a quarterback the Super Bowl. For, yeah, I was, a, I was the quarterback for my soccer team. Uh, but yes, we called it football. Uh, and I, I ran up to the ball and a guy picked me up and bent me in half. Oh, no. Yeah. So yeah. I crunched a little and... Well, he... Okay. Are you going to stop at he bent you in half? He he rolled you up into a ball. Yes. And he dribbled yeah. you around well, guess, the soccer field. He like loosened me up first with the, uh, with the, the halfing. And then, yes. And he then he bowled the you halfing. into the goal and you knocked yes. over your own goalie like a bowling ball. Yeah. And unfortunately did go yeah, into the net. And um, it was... It was frustrating. He got he got called a foul though. I liked that. Like it was actually he did. Yeah, that's in. You know, he got a yellow a card. I, yeah. Yes. Yeah. He got he got. Look, I didn't. I never fouled, and even if I did, I didn't matter because I don't have to know the foul rules. I have to know the doing good rules. Yeah. To play. You so. know, see ball kick. Uh huh. That's yeah. your job as, you know, a scholarship student in football as a quarter mm-hmm. as the quarterback in your on your football team. My football team. Yes. Uh but yes, that's that is how it ended and I I'm not I you know, it's it's my career kind of went I I had to kind of go to my fallback career which was being a doctor. Unfortunately, I was in medical school. So And this is one of the dangerous aspects of contact sports, Dr. London, is these mm-hmm. these sports, you know, people talk about CTE, but you also have to worry about these huge men picking you up and then sort of breaking you in half, rolling you up into a little ball, bouncing you around like a basketball and then bowling you into the into your own goalie, one of your f- closest friends. And uh, knocking him over like a bowling pin. Yeah. We got closer from that experience, though. I, I, I just... Yeah, I mean, until, until he succumbed to his injuries, yeah. But yeah, while he was in the hospital still trying to breathe, still trying to make it, you guys did become pretty close. So that's our producer, Cameron. Also with us is Digital in the Hose. The last weekend was the Super Bowl. And oh my gosh, can you believe the team that won won the Super Bowl? I really thought the team that lost was going to win, but actually the team that won ended up winning the Super Bowl. Can you believe the team that won won the Super Bowl? So, so I know they, they, like, there was a big whole debacle over it, at least in my friend group, where we thought, no way. No way. There's no way the team that won is going to win, and then, sure enough, they end up winning. Yeah. I really thought the team that lost was going to win. Well, I was watching that bowl of super. Well, I was watching that super bowl. Well, I was watching that super bowl. Well, I was watching that super bowl. Watching that. Oh, it's super. I really thought that team that lost was going Well, I was watching that bowl of super. I really thought the team that lost was gonna win. Yes, 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 yes.
And later, Cameron tells him that we can expect a, a very, very special guest. Yep. <clears throat> uh-huh. We have uh, uh, a real guest, and we have booked someone. And I, I definitely did not accidentally um, like book a, a guy who stole all my NFTs. And, but I know we have a real guest, like an actual guest who's going to show up. Yeah, I, I feel like that extra explanation didn't even like. Yeah, so so we have. I didn't even make sense. Guest. I mean, this is a podcast, Doctor London. People, you know, you just banter. Okay, that was that was riff. Okay. Yeah, um, just riff. Oh, I love riffing. Uh, just yeah. riffing around. Yeah, sailing. You know, paddling <clears throat> to yeah, the we, river. We uh we definitely have a real guest book today. Uh, okay, so so look forward to that. Um, before we move on, I would like to address a bit of listener feedback. Uh, as our marketing demographics have changed to a slightly uh, less literate um, consumer base, uh, the nature of the feedback... We ran the numbers yes. and we found out that most of the people filling the survey of our listeners were writing in uh, just sort of list of animals, just like three-letter words. It was like cat, dog, yeah, and... Um, Which is a lot of progress. They've, they've been doing a lot better. Yeah. But I, I don't trust that they are, were able to, you know, read the questions properly. Because it would ask, like, marital status, and they would write, shoe, mm-hmm. you know. Which, and once that's again, not to, how- to remember the E on the end, a lot of them remember the E on the end. Yeah. And again, and so was, way, yeah. way better than last year, for sure. Oh, it's so much better. But still, yeah. the literacy in our, in our listenership is not great. But guys, we love you, and we love that you guys try, and you just got to keep doing your homework. We're, we're working towards K-5 level. Hopefully, you know, we'll get to that, you know, third-year medical student level again. But uh, it's, we got to, in, in any case, so um, this week's feedback actually comes from a, uh, so we had, we had all the submissions, and one of them was a hand-drawn picture. So this, oh, wow. uh, it, it appears to be, it's, it's a drawing of um, two sets of sort of bumpy ridges with a little tower. Um, Maybe a mountain in the middle of each. Okay. And there's like so, two of them? Yeah. And they're like attached to longer things as well. Uh, yeah. Uh, so, I mean, it, yeah, it sort of looks like uh, like a bunch of ridges with the tower thing in the middle. Yeah. Um, so like it, you had said. It, yeah. So it's one thing I want to make clear because I don't. I don't know if people realize this, but and especially for our listeners. So there's a certain symbol that you can make with your hands where all of your fingers are like in a fist, except for one of them in the middle. Um, and so that's a bad symbol to make with your hand. We try to avoid using that symbol. Okay. Yeah. That's not a good symbol to use. That's, that means something with your hand. That's a mean thing to say with your hand. And so. that's not how you spell things. I know you've probably heard of sign language, and since you haven't grasped normal language yet, things are sort of confusing to you. Things get jumbled around in your brain, and you think, oh, is this sign language? Is this the letter I? Oh, no, it's not. It's actually it's a, bad, it's a bad word. Yeah, and we try not to use bad words on this show. You can use it, you know... In you know on the subway or whatever on the road whenever someone cuts you off, you can use it at your own yeah. home. Again, I want to reiterate our demographic now, according to the numbers, shifted over in the last few weeks entirely to people between the ages of forty-five and fifty-five. If you are listening to this, you are between the ages of forty-five and fifty-five. Your parents have been lying to you if you believe otherwise, and possibly. And I I don't want to say you know sound conspiratorial here, but also the government might have lied to you. So if you have a and a government issued ID and it says anything besides you being 45. They can't read. Right. They can't okay. read. Does that, you're right. You're right. That was, that was, so they pull out the ID and they just try to, unless eat it. it says yeah. cat, dog, shoe. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and they're just definitely going to try to eat it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So that's, I guess we can leave it there. I, I don't know what else really to do with that. Um, but thank you for listening to these, these faithful listeners. Now for today's medical topic. Small intestine bacterial overgrowth. Small intestine bacterial overgrowth is a condition that results from the progressive dilation of the small bowel as the body's adaption to resection. So in other words, part of the intestinal tract has been surgically removed, and the intestinal tract in that area widens in its attempt to adjust. So normally the small bowel is sterile, but 
the small intestine bacterial overgrowth in these patients, uh, that surgery has resulted in the loss of the ileocecal valve. So that valve normally keeps keeps that uh, sterility. But the loss of this valve between the small and large intestine allows the bacteria to come in. Clinically, these patients who have small intestine bacterial overgrowth present with a history of small intestine surgical uh, resection and symptoms of flatulence, bloating, uh, diarrhea, and steatorrhea. That was what this was all was about. You were waiting to get to the farty poo point. I was waiting for it. <laughs> this is all you've talked about for like five months yeah. now is farty stuff, poopy stuff, gassy and stuff. This- well, the steatorrhea. And I knew you were just waiting. Which is the fatty, oily poop. Yeah. Ugh. So, I, this is all you care about now. Is this the kind of doctor you're like a poop doctor now? You've have you shifted careers? It's well, it's it's one of these things where I mean, for instance, if you weren't a poop doctor, then you you if you could recognize these symptoms, then you could say this is not the patient for me. I want to send these, this patient somewhere else and you know where to send them. To you. This is you trying to get more patients? <sighs> I... Of course it is. I guess I should have known that. Even when you start injecting poop and diarrhea and farts and stuff into our podcast, it's all a ploy to make you an extra buck. <sighs> yeah, I mean, yeah, but I don't. So so diagnosis of small intestine bacterial overgrowth is with... Go ahead. Keep going. This is what you want. It's with a small bowel aspirate uh, followed by uh, quantitative cultures. Uh, Treatment is with antibiotics beginning with rifaximin. And you know what? Let's just end it there. We, We can end it there. It's fine. It's fine. Is that is that earned you like five patients? Is that paying for your next jet ski? Yes, yes, it is. But we don't have to. Like, I don't want to make it a whole pointed thing. Okay, well, why you know what you should make a thing? Actually, using the jet skis you already have. No, it's it's not about that. It's about status. I know you. You just put it in a garage. You're like, this is just my collection. Yeah, or I take them all out on the lake at once, and I'm just sitting there trying to corral them all together like i i get i get yeah, what you're, you're not the on with. any of them well no i'm on a little raft because i don't trust them they're, they're too mo- motory they're, they keep making noises but yeah it's just uh, you hate them so much but you must purchase them it's status. just such a i let's can, can we move on from there the struggle of status sure sure <laughs> All right, Cameron, you said that we have a guest today. Is that right? Uh, oh, uh, okay. Uh, uh, I, I guess we've got to this. I was hoping something would happen by this point, like someone would show up or something. But uh, uh, Dr. Lennon, there's no, there's no guest. So the, the, whoever you were saying had stolen your NFTs. Yeah. That was just some hypothetical thing that, like, where did that come from? Well, that was the person I had I had gotten as the guest in exchange for some of my NFTs. Of, I got one of Scooby Doo, and he's sort of spinning around. Oh, hold on! What do you see? There is a guest here. What? Ah! And, you, and you said you didn't book a guest. Surprise! I didn't book a guest. Oh no! It's a surprise. It is a surprise. It was me all along, Inspector Bort Sampson from the Podcast Association Bureau. I pose as your guest so I can come here for your yearly oh. safety mandate. Ha, ha, ha. Oh, dang it. Let's say there's been some malarkey going on over here at the Drop Dog Podcast that we've been taking good uh, good keeping from. Specifically, uh, we're here to really examine the producer role. And Cam, not looking so good for you. Let me try to catch up here just, just real quick. So things did sort of work out like they always do, Dr. London. Yes, my guest scammed me, took my NFTs. One was Scooby-Doo spinning around. One mm. was a Fred. And, uh, but I knew, I believed that a guest would show up, Dr. London. And they did. That's you, now, that's you catching an ironic, us up? <laughs> this is me catching myself up. Now, in an ironic okay. monkey paw twist, are, you're what? <laughs> You're harassing me? 
harassing. I'm I'm the inspector. Oh, no. I am the inspector for of the Podcast Association Bureau. Similar to some people have in other industries like in OSHA. I go to every sure. single podcast and I have to give my safety inspection. Well, the truth is we've gotten quite a lot of complaints over our end at corporate. So I uh, decided to, the only way to get on the show, which I've tried frequently, but I was denied entry, Dr. London. So I used my... We're, we're very strict on who gets on. Let's just say I used uh, my bag of tricks. And don't worry, I will definitely not make a uh, screenshot your nft wink no they're supposed to be non-fungible my tokens oh, yeah. it's so one is a and he's spinning around one is a fred and then one is of velma and she's looking for her glasses classic well so one of the very first um the first complaints that came to my desk over at the bureau was uh actually about you cam uh, it appears Ooh. that you have falsified information of your producing credentials and degree. Uh, we have no. it on record <laughs> that you went to a um, FIB university, and we can't find any record of the existence of FIB. Can you care to explain? That's so. Their their office, their front office, is very unorganized. So, who did you who did you talk to? Did at the who did you talk to over there? And and, and like their. Oh yes, yes. I believe her name was Kenya Smith. Oh yeah, she's new. So you you're not gonna. She's terrible at finding uh, records of my degrees and stuff. So, wait, sorry, Cameron, is this part of the fib thing? Is she actually really good at finding? If I were to tell you that, I would lose the degree that I have. But it's a very prestigious university, but we just okay, we, we, is... we're not able to find a single record, which did lead me to question. Maybe you are that good. Were you that good at fibbing? But after looking through all the records and talking to Kenya Smith and all those wonderful people at the uh, Fib University down there in Texas, couldn't couldn't find your record anywhere. So that's that. That's yeah. That yeah. sounds sounds exactly like like them. To, they're so unorg so unorganized. Like yep. So now that we've got that oh, settled, Andy, little, we're all good, oh, right? No, 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 no such thing. So first off, we don't have a degree. Would they have lied about, would they have fibbed about Cameron's degree? Well, you know, Is that possible? No, I mean, they're pre they're pretty straightforward. Like, they, they don't like playing games. That's a big part of the school is they don't like games. I, I would think Fib University would be, uh, uh, you know, the, the, the most of truth telling. Uh, Kenya actually promised me this information that she actually recently won a truth telling contest two towns over. So therefore, I have to believe her. Yeah. Like, why? Why would someone from Fib University lie to me? Uh, so, and she'll give you half the prize, but she just needs about five grand to get started, just to, for the ship, just to cover the shipping costs. Yeah, actually, you know what's funny? That's actually she introduced me to NFTs. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. NFT culture is huge in Fib University. Yeah. So. That, that, that's it's a real problem that we're seeing here at the Bureau, that you're lying about your producing credits. Uh, second off, you go by the name Producer Cam, but when you are on the uh, internet, it says Cam Alex. So is that your OnlyFans name? Is there a mistake? We're all, we're all just a little confused. Here, oh, Cam. okay. I thought your first name was Producer. So my, yes, my legal name now, after we had started the podcast, I had changed to, of course, Producer Cameron, which is now my middle name. Yeah, but Cam Alex. So Alex was my attached twin. It was really more of a set of teeth and eyebrows that had sort of become a cyst on my neck. But that was Alex, and so we had started the account, the social media accounts and stuff together. Mm. So that's why, like, my Twitter is Cam Alex. It's me and my buddy Alex, my attached uh, twin that I killed and then consumed in utero. I just feel like it's, it's a little hurtful. You know, we thought your name was Cam and uh, Cam Alex, but it's actually Cam. I think that's some information that you could be upfront with your audience about. So that's another strike against you. <laughs> he lied to. Yeah, I mean, okay. I, I guess that is a lie of omission to not to not let people know. But yeah, no. It, for a long time, I was known as Cam Alex because people, when they would see me, they would talk to me and they would talk to my cis twin brother. And they would say, hi, Cam Alex. Now, is that similar to when people say they live in Boston, but they really live in the suburbs? Uh, I've never met anyone who's ever been to or even heard of Boston, unfortunately. It's a new city. I'm not sure. Yeah, I mean. Boston, Boston, Texas. It's a lovely little town. 
I've heard it's imported, and I've heard it stinks to high heavens, and I've heard it's terrible. Yes, they, it's uh, right next to uh, Plano, Texas. They just imported it from the Northeast. And um, it's funny. I think Fib University is thinking of opening a campus there as well. Oh, that would be so nice. Maybe I could teach. Maybe I could have a... Well, I think you need a degree. You do have a degree. They just The front office has been really messy, and Kenya is obviously new. And also, I mean, you haven't even given her the five grand to get started from to, to for the shipping for That's her That's true. Hey, Dr. London, a side note, can I borrow $5,000 for uh, no reason? You're a doctor. You must have doctor money. Technically, you could, but not from me. Uh, it's it's really tied up right now. We're not we're not liquid. We are heavily invested in this new demographic, and uh, unfortunately, a lot of my pay does. I don't even get the direct deposit to my account anymore. Um, it it does go straight into the Patreon, and I I occasionally get access to that Patreon. So it's really exciting for me to watch the and listen to our well, recordings the, we the but, thing um, is what? is that you know usually bots on social media sites w- that we have to pay for it, it it's the one-time payment but to buy patreon listeners you they've got to be able to afford five dollars a month and we're funding all of that because they're it's us it's all fake all of our patreon listeners all of our listeners are mm-hmm. us and we have to listen to so many episodes the patreon thing has sort of been a huge mistake just because like it i'm losing all my money pretending to be these listeners five five bucks a mm-hmm. month because you have to leave the comments well, yeah you have to leave all the comments you have to be like oh wow this one was great or this yeah. one so well, and they gotta like, like and you're trying to be yeah, fair they gotta pay it's it's not the commenting is free it's really more of that having to pay five dollars a month for the patreon yeah like three thousand no. times is the issue well because we're paying for it but we also have to hire a team of people to make the comments oh, yeah. on it and make it look like a community they are uh, really plus expensive the, the you know, fellas. Yeah, uh, and I'm I, sorry. I gotta I, say, I, I feel where you're coming from. Recently, over at the PAB, they switched every all of our paychecks to crypto. Uh, I've yet to see a penny, but I'm oh. told that I'm very, very wealthy. Same thing, very liquid. But that doesn't want you off there. Uh, we're, we're still not off the hook with you, Cam. If that's your real name. I. W- one thing, Mr. Inspector. Uh, what is your name, or do you go by Inspector Bort Sampson? That is B O R T. Bort. Oh, okay. Yes, I assure right. you there are plenty of Bort. Yeah. Very popular. Yeah. Very popular. It's a very name. popular yeah. name. Well, yeah, everyone's. Yeah, like all my. I think most of my friends have named. Like a lot of people are getting pregnant right now and they're the all Bort, thinking. Yeah. Anytime I yes, look for a yeah. Bort uh, personalized license plate, they're out I, completely. You can't, you can't find them anywhere. It's just this, yeah. you know, Bort's to the left of me, Bort's to the right of me. Like, you know, we're, we're Borty kind of guys. Uh, yeah, but, you know, and. I've been with the uh, been with the bureau for about the last fifteen years, about right around the time podcasts actually started to begin, and we have found so many cases of fraudulent producers, you know, faking their degrees, just trying to find a way to be cool and come hang out with the cool doctors on a podcast. And quite honestly, that's what we're kind of suspecting here that Cam has been lying to you this entire time. I hope that you're not uh, giving him too much money, but <gasps> I don't I, know I, if he actually well, produces. Hold on, get to prove anything. I have some questions I produce, uh, on on that okay. that note. Okay, because there there are some things that I thought were suspicious, and I want to know from you know this independent association whether these are standard or not. Okay, so um, in which they all are, yeah. Which I've told you. Yeah. So producer Cameron has replaced the wiring um, all throughout the studio with uh, links of Vienna sausages. Mm-hmm. Classic, uh, classic. And he said. They're a better conductor of the meat sounds mm-hmm. that we make. Mm-hmm. It's that really and thick, is that true? That really thick, meaty sound you sort of need. Well, because he said I sounded so thin and frail. It's true. What? 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 what, 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 what oh, let's just uh, for, let me elaborate just a little elaboration on that. Um, what's the pound of the meat? Uh, how much per pound of meat are we talking for that Vienna sausage? How much per pound? I'd say it's six per pound. Six oh six dollars a pound of Vienna sausage for that copper wiring, Doctor London. I hate to say this, but I'm I, I think producer Cam might have taken the uh, copper wiring and sold it for said sausage. And I I think. Have you ever even listened to your podcast? Do you know understand how hard it was for me to even find an episode? Very few of them have actually made it to the internet. It's super. No, all I, you, okay. I th- it's super easy I thought it was to written. find. All you have to do is you go to DailyMotion.com, and you look up oscars fails like oscar speech fails 
And then when you go right. to the Oscar speech fails, it, there'll be a playlist and then that has all of our podcast episodes. Not in order and not together, but like it's one of those things where you have to go by the recommended video later. Yeah, we're working the with bottom. the Daily Motion team to try to get all the episodes in order. Yes. Yeah, I, I found that I did find it through there. I did find one of your first episodes you put out uh, through the Enron company. I thought that was a really noble choice of you to invest uh, with that yeah, rather than it was. And so- it was through their company newsletter. Their monthly newsletter was where we released the first probably 30 episodes of this podcast are in the Enron company newsletter. And, and is that an issue? Really... Like, I, don't, I, I don't understand what... Well, they're in the news, right? Yeah. Or they were. So, like, we've been investing pretty heavily in them. Uh, not... Just, like, I keep hearing about them. Uploading your videos to Daily Motion and sending them out as a newsletter for a failed company these are not illegal things these are fine well one of the other odd things i found is that your main social media promotion has been vine uh, another uh stellar website that no longer exists so where is the money going producer cam if that's your real name the oh oh yeah the vine money well the vine uh you know the i think maybe you misunderstood that's for uh like vines of fruit vinyl yeah oh, vines of fruit wait which because you have you I'm know sorry. all that fruit you have dr london that's where all that money is going the vine money <clears throat> oh you mean the crypto yes oh, boy another that- rock has been unturned to your folks i i'm gonna we're really afraid that you're defrauding the shareholders defrauding the shareholders of your patreon at this point. i don't think i really don't think i don't think we need to invest in any and vine well, no, it's, it's, it's still just, in coin it's vine, okay he you don't need to poke any holes into dylan coin do i need to explain dylan coin <laughs> would you i i, I think we're, we all will need an explanation of uh, dylan coin please well, Dylan Coin is DJ Dylan's own crypto coin that we have, we've talked about a bit on this show. It it looks, feels like, tastes like, and weighs the same amount as and biodegrades and biodegrades at the same rate as a pineapple. But the, DJ Dylan, we we have been converting a lot of the funds of this podcast into Dylan Coin. DJ Dylan keeps talking about how it's going to the moon. He said it's uh, the mm-hmm. that the moon is up in the sky and that's where these pineapples are going to go he said it's a crypto thing and i wouldn't understand it i'm not really like Mm. a a crypto guy and i yeah to his credit i don't understand so and look okay i'll confess i'm gonna confess the vine money yes if you it was for the social media company it wasn't for fruit but it was to invest it in dylan coins which are basically fruit Wow, we're gonna have to kind of dig a little deeper into these financial records. Um, I, I'm hoping you have your assets separate because Dr. London, I would hate to see you lose your medical license over the fraud. Oh, there's no way his assets are separate. Yeah, there's absolutely no way. Well, yeah, like I said, it's direct deposit into. Uh, what, is it the Patreon, Cameron, or is it something else? No, it's a Malaysian website that operates the bots that pretends to be the listeners for our Patreon. That's where your check kind of goes straight to. Okay, that's, well, that's simpler that, than that, I was thinking. Okay, that does good. seem to check out, uh, so I'm glad there's not too much. There's some other um, discrepancies within here. Uh, it also said um, in our record we found with the age of six, you grabbed your household cat by the legs and used it as a vacuum. Oh, that was me. Oh, okay. Phew. Yeah, that that was a Doctor London thing, and that has less to do with it being a pet or animal cruelty, and more to. Th- Dr. Lennon for years has tried to turn everything into a vacuum. He'll see a stick and say, oh, this is a vacuum now. It and he works still does sometimes. this to his day. Like, you'll, you'll find, I mean, I don't know, a blanket, and you'll say, this is a vacuum yeah. now, and you just kind of, like, go, I, I tried it once with an elephant, and it worked. Mm. So I'm like, now I'm thinking, yeah. it's got to work again. So I try it with every animal I find. Um... And I'll admit now, I it's not always, especially with the elephant, it is not always a good idea to try to lift up the back legs. Mm, that part, yeah. no, that is, part, I have. Is it true? I thought when you mentioned, I thought when you mentioned Doctor London, you know, grabbing the legs of his of his pets, I thought you were talking about when he would like tie them up and hang them up and leave them there for days and days. But that doesn't seem to be of concern. Oh, that seems fine to you. It's just the vac. Well, a real, a real concern here at the PAB is we're looking for people who watched episodes of the Flintstones and thought that they could take animals to use as the same tools. 
and it appears like looking through what we thought was your record cam that you had done that with an, uh, your cat. And at one point, it looks like you had hid your dog underneath the sink for, to replace the garbage disposal. Unless that was also you, Dr. London. Dr. London was my garbage disposal for a little bit. Yeah. That was just you were just wanting some extra money. Well, and the dog wasn't doing a good job. The dog was terrible at it. So I had to take over. Was that consensual? Yeah. Uh, and I, I, so I don't, and I, I want to say now, I don't think the dog should be punished for my mistakes. Hmm. Yes, I think we should stop punishing the dog. Like, I'm kind of tired of tying up the dog by its legs and leaving him there for days. I think it's kind of cruel. I don't know why this is a big part. You say this is a big part of medicine. Well, and the doctor, well yeah, I'll admit that the doctor has done a poor job of vacuuming whenever we do that as well. So it's like, I yeah. thought you could leave it and come back and it would just be done. But it really, I've gotten a different impression over time. But yes, you know, okay. Look, are we using animals as objects like in the Flintstones? Sure. Am I using my cat as uh, my razor? And that's how I trim my beard and trim my hair. Yeah, absolutely. How did you get to work this morning? Did you use an automobile or did you use a tiger? Because we have reports that you were seen around town riding a tiger to uh, Boston, Texas. Okay, okay, okay. So this, I can see the confusion here, but committing to the Flintstones lifestyle that I really have, I'm not riding a tiger. Yes. I'm not riding a tiger. I have converted the body of a tiger into a sort of a car, and then you can see my little feet running on the ground because mm. I'm propelling. You have to watch the feet. So it's not a tiger. Yeah. It is the it is a tiger body that's been converted into a vehicle. Okay. Yeah. So do you do you take offense to being called the Tiger King of Texas? Would I, t- would that would I take offense to being called an awesome king who is powerful and has control over everyone? No. I think that sounds awesome. Yeah, I guess mm. what, what I think would be more likely to be said in response is, uh, you're welcome, I think, if you call him that. Or your highness, like... Mm. That, your highness, that, now. Like, probably, That's the yeah. preference. Oh, I, is, is, and this What's is the- all standard questions for a podcast inspector. I just, I want to, okay. Of course. Okay. The most standard. I mean, do you, you don't sus- have any suspicions about Dr. London here? Well, it's actually, I'm glad you say that. One of the things we've come through in our records here at corporate, they've been kind of stamping my asses, that you have been given uh, what they call misinformation. And some of the uh, viruses and diseases covered on said podcast when they can find an episode don't actually seem to be real viruses. Now, Dr. London, that's... That, that spread of misinformation is of the level of Fox News. We're actually here to offer you uh, considering maybe a promotion or taking your license away. We're not sure yet. So this is... Okay. Answer carefully. You can go... Okay. Yeah, one way or the other. Okay. So I just want to clarify. They haven't been officially discovered yet. They're not... They're not... I'm not pulling from any other sources. I've been doing my own research here. I've been catching a lot of stuff. Yeah. And I think some of them might be viruses. And I've been preemptively naming them just in case they turn out to be a new virus so do you have some of your your jars of viruses because like you said you've been catching them out in the field and you've been catching them in the pond yeah so um let me see okay uh okay you said one was at the bank yeah what well not just one but yeah the safety deposit box obviously i keep the 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 ones that i think will be worth the most later uh and, you, yeah. and you're saving these viruses in a jar. I hope that's uh, well, you know, locked up and, and stored away from children. Yeah, uh, well, for, it's, for the um, PAB regulations. So I couldn't find a like a coaster to put on top. So I am just kind of resting it mm. flat under this glass. Oh yes, look at that. But um, yeah. yeah, you didn't want to invest in a jar, so it's a bunch of cups that are upside yes. down on a table. You know, I see it and I go ha! virus it with. With the viruses trapped. Uh, do you think you could yeah. prove to us you see that, that you have a virus there? I think it would be the best if you could actually sniff said virus, so we could all know that you're not lying to us. Oh, you want me to go virus huffing? This is this is our Patreon thing on Saturdays. We do a Twitch stream, as, and it's kind of exclusive where I go and huff some viruses. I don't know if that's like yeah. That's... So if you want to sign up for the Patreon, mm. well, I don't think we have any spots open. I think they're all taken by the bots, yeah. unfortunately. And um, that, so, and your Patreon is also run out of Malaysia. Well, that that tracks. That seems like it would be. Yeah, it's just the guy. He runs it mm. all. Yeah, mm. great guy, as far as I know. Like, so you've had no concern, yeah. uh, producer Cam, over these years of your uh, your put your co-host potentially spreading misinformation and lies about viruses. Is that it's a little concerning? Like, is this a concerted effort that you're trying to overthrow the United States or Canadian government? 
I don't know, folks. Well, are, okay. are you working? Not, not I feel like those government. are. Well, I was about to say, I feel like these are two separate questions. Mm. A, I know that it's not misinformation because I've seen the viruses in the jars. He showed me and I've looked at them. And some of them are pretty cool and have cool designs on their back. And some of them have eight legs and some have six legs. And it's very cool and interesting. So not misinformation. That, I believe, is just information. Oh, is that? And I'm sorry. Did I have mis- it wrong? Misinformation. If, if, the, if the information is cool, then it's not misinformation. I'm, so that might have been on me. I'm, yeah. Then it's just normal okay. information. Yeah. yeah. All right. I guess we can now your other that. point of trying to. Now your other point of trying to throw overthrow the U.S. government. I think. Did, did you say U.S.? There's been a, which which government? I said that's that's because Cameron has been trying to overthrow a lot of them, but you kept your distance from the U.S. one for a I, while. I was right? thinking mostly the Canadian government would was okay. the one. Oh, okay. All I was trying to say was that it was just a protest. I was just there. On that one day in last January, like a year ago, and it was just we. I mean, it was we were just making our voice heard. Like to say that that's trying to overthrow the government is maybe, maybe too much. This is in it Canada. Me, that guy from Mister Show. Yeah. yeah, this is in Canada. It was in tr- yeah, it was in January in Toronto, but unfortunately, uh, Cam, if you not don't as mind, much press. If you don't want to yeah. put it in your earphones, so I can tell this to Doctor London in privacy. Uh, I went to the yeah. wrong country. Yeah, he he meant to go to DC, but he went to BC, like British Columbia. But I don't want to embarrass him. Well, no, it's the the letters are confusing to him, and it's kind of one reason why we've been able to relate to this new demographic well, yeah, so we, well. Cam, you can come we back. To, so yeah, so you were in British Columbia yeah. trying to overthrow the Canadian government, and uh, any viruses discovered? Like what producing was going on while you were there in in British Columbia? Well, okay, so we marched on the the steps of a Tim Hortons. And after we ate a bunch of these little Timmies, me and a few of the people I had gone with, we made our voices heard. We said, you know, hey, like Tim Hortons is not as good as Dunkin' Donuts. It's uh, it's all right. But, you know, I'm sorry, but like we have to actually be honest about this and we can't, you know, just sit around and hear about people talking about how, oh, it's so good. Yeah, which and I, I told him like I called him at the time and I said, like, for one thing, this is out of the country. So this is going to cost me money, this phone call. Um, but also I said, y- you may want to back down a little bit because if the press gets a hold of this, there could be trouble. Fortunately, I found out later something else was happening the same day that kind of overshadowed his protest. So uh, now, a quick was- question about that same day. There was also a lot of reports of protests that accidentally broke up, produ- stopped production at many CW shows, and it turned out the protesters were there by accident. Was that you as well? Were you trying to protest our government? in the wrong country on the set of the flash and supergirl again uh yeah i mean i get they mix and mash all of those shows together so i never know what i'm on the set and what of. you're protesting but yeah well it's, you want well, to make I mean, your voice what are heard. they what are they eating and drinking on set it's tim hortons it's Lil Timbies, which i now remember it's i little timbies and the, it, Sorry, Duncan's better, and I'm gonna protest it, and I'm going to overthrow the government I, if they no, don't recognize. Honestly, us. no, we need to shut this down right now. Let's let's move on to the chores, honestly, because Cameron, if you go too far with this Tim Hortons thing, they're gonna come after us. We do need to shut it down. Agreed. We need to shut down Tim Hortons no. and shut down the Canadian okay. government no. for putting all of this, you know, just uh, emphasis, all of this attention and funding into these Tim Hortons. The Mounties are gonna be after well, it's us. It's not as again. good as Duncan. We've been chased by Mounties before, and it's not fun. Okay, I just um so uh chore time time for the chore it's been wheel kind of fun chores. You say it's not fun to be chased by the Mounties, but it's kind of fun it's kind of, at first. Yeah, like it's they're they're riding after you on their mooses and moist. I think it's pronounced moist. They're riding on their moist, and we are just sort of snowboarding down you know Canadian mountains, and they can't catch us. It's it's oh fun. this is good. All going in the report, fellas. Okay, okay. Once again, the chores, chores. And what, what happens with the report, I guess? Who is this submitted to, and then what are the consequences? Well, clearly, I have to file my TPS report. I bring it up to, uh, I will bring it to my immediate supervisor, who will then look it over. They will type up the transcripts and bring it to their supervisor, who will then look it over. And then from there, we go to an independent auditor to make sure the report is uh, spelled correctly, make sure all the content makes sense. Then that will go all the way to the highest supervisor of the podcast, Associated Bureau. And, you know, and you don't want to go too far there. If you, uh, you know, you say the wrong thing in that report, give it one to five years and we might just think about maybe opening our investigation into you and we are going to bring the 
hey, my friend, within five to ten and years he, tops, we will going to come with you with everything you have, and you will have to issue a, a issue apology with your signature. So I think you better start getting oh, your story wow. straight, sir. The worst consequence imaginable for a white podcast host, for a white <sighs> male podcast host, is to apologize for something that I've done wrong. That's oh. you can't make me do that. I'm sorry, I have rights. The hands are tied. This is why you got to calm down on it's... Tim Horton stuff. You got to calm down on that, and we just can we not just do chores? It's just this country was built on people like me. I know middle class white men who you. do not yes. apologize. I, okay just it's just let's let's be done with it let's you know let's we're done and i think this this inspection's done yeah, well and maybe you can come back in in five to ten years and then we can hash it out again you know hash it out a little more and i'm bringing my pen with me to make sure i get that written apology yeah it is weird you didn't bring a pen you've been taking notes but you've just been putting your finger on your mm-hmm. paper quite a bit Oh, yeah, I, I've been writing in yeah. blood, obviously. It's the best oh, way. Oh, okay. Yeah. So then why bring... Oh. Have you ever seen dried blood on a piece of paper? It is It's beautiful. very metal looking, you know, like very gothic and cool. Very metal. Very metal. Absolutely. So, well, it saves me so much on lead and lead pencils, you know? Oh, yeah. And that's why I put blood in my paint, too, is to sort of save on lead. That way I can use my lead for other... X-rays uses. and everything, yeah. You know what we could do? Paint houses with that. Oh. We'll save so much money. Yeah. I think... It would like actually make us money because again, it's very metal. And so imagine how metal it would be to have a bunch of blood on your walls. And I think we'd be hired a metal house with is painted this, lead. Is this a- but see, I'm supposed to be putting the report together and not be getting into your cons and well, your I'm just saying, scams. do you want to quit your job and maybe start? I have a bunch of companies. You want to start maybe like a blood painting company and maybe, you know, you don't think like Glenn Danzig would like be obsessed with that you know i think i think glenn danzig and morrissey would be our first two customers i okay i hate to 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 butt in here but i feel like i have a job to do is that the job well to start not anymore apparently see this is why your cam needs to have a pb is a bit of a trickster i come in here to inspect and i'm about to invest i i need to i need to stay the course and finish my report to the pab within 10 years i think we're getting an apology I simply suggested painting Glenn Danzig's wall with blood, and then you considered quitting your job. That is not me tricking you. That sounds like some master manipulation to me, okay. Mr. Cameron. So, I, that's a, I'm trying to be up, as upfront as possible here. but So part of my understanding of the podcaster's job is to do the podcast chores, and we've been putting it off for like 10 minutes now, and it's just, we have to, like, unless I'm wrong... Board. It's in the rules. Uh, we have to do it. What the hell are you right? talking about? That is uh, the se- sound of one of our listeners asking, what the hell are you talking about, Dr. London? Do you want me to explain? Yeah, if you would. Chores are little tasks, little things that you have to do, like doing your laundry or the dishes or whatever. Dr. London and I have unfortunately been neglecting our chores for quite a while because we were kind of busy watching Yellow Jackets was on and Station Eleven was on. And there's an old, there's a new Muppet. It's a secret Muppet that they're not letting you know about. But it has a really cool show that you're, I can't even talk about. And me and Dr. Lynn have been watching that so much. The Secret Muppet Show. Obsessively. Oh, yeah. It is so... Oh, I can't. I don't want to talk exactly. about it. Exactly. Yes, yeah. Oh, yes, my gosh. So... There's so many secret Muppets in it. Anyway, oh, we have neglected yes. our chores. And so our to-do list has gotten so damn long. And so Dr. London and I invented this chore wheel that we spend every week. And whatever task it lands on, we kind of have to do it. And so, and just and that's the rule of it. Yeah, and we have to. Even if it lands on meet the Fockers, Doctor London, I know you hate doing that. Well, I just you got to meet them. Meeting new people, especially in this day and age. If it's, I mean, I know I've kind of met them. If it's but, the chore that it lands on, then we got to do it. I okay, no, okay. If, if it lands on, um, okay. Do you want to, uh? Mr. Samson, would you mind mind spinning our chore wheel and and helping us out with this chore before you get going? It'd be an honor. Oh, wow. You're so happy now. You were so, like, accusatory before, but now just... Well, there's chores involved. Do you understand how much us at the PAB love a good chore? I I did not. So you were... You didn't even care. We're taskmasters. You didn't even care about, like, 
painting blood at like metal musicians' house. You just cared about the painting part because it's like a chore. We're gonna talk off mic about uh, maybe once your apologies on. Maybe we can uh, cozy up in the sack business wise, and. Maybe we can sell some NFTs together. Well, we can figure this out. Now, if you can just jump up there real quick and just spin that bad boy. Ready? Oh, no. Okay. Well, this is... I knew we'd have to do this eventually. Yeah. Um, But we we have to create menu items for the new Jock Doc coffee shop. So we've been putting this oh. off for a while. We bought this coffee shop space. Yeah. I want to say like nine, like it was like 96. We bought, yeah, it, it was 96. like a, it was a long time ago, but we have been sort of neglecting actually putting a menu together, putting, t- putting together items. Mm. And so we have to do this because the grand opening is in two weeks. We, yeah. we bought the space in 96 and we said the grand opening is going to be in March of 2022. And we, yeah, and we also said we, we got it fully staffed at back in '96. Yeah. Um, we started paying the bill, like we got the electricity, everything going, water in '96. Um, we started promoting it in '96. But now I think, as we said back then, we're almost ready. We are almost ready, and we're two start. weeks away. But unfortunately, we we don't have any items, drinks or we food items or whatever. This. So, guys. If yeah. we want to, if we want to dig Starbucks's grave, we got to come up with some. Mm-hmm. We got to put together a good menu. Mm. No, I'm gonna. We what about some of those be... fake viruses that you've been making up? You can use some of those fun names. You're saying use the I, viruses okay. you catch in the drinks we're making? That's interesting. Oh, see, I almost had you. I almost I got you like to admit it. We we'd have a different inspector coming by for that one. I think you're tricky but, tricksters. But, Possibly. So one one thing about it, just to note, is that we we picked the spot for the coffee shop back in '96. Since then, it has been surrounded by six different and like this is all in the same block and across the street. Yeah, six, six different, different really specialty large, coffee shops. Yeah, six different specialty coffee shops guarded um, by like and huge then also one Starbucks with swords. Yeah. So, like, they won't yeah. let us in which, to see what their menu items are, which has been very interesting, difficult for us. Yeah, because they know that we're trying and to we compete. Can't. Have you, yeah, have you thought of for the catch for your coffee shop to maybe have like a theme? Like, you ever heard of like a break room where people go to break things to let some stress out? Maybe your coffee shop, or have you ever been to a Dick's restaurant where like the staff's very rude to you? Oh, they're like rats. Maybe part you of your theme time. could be you, uh, you get to go in there and be really awful to the staff and throw drinks at them. Well, so I think okay. I was leaning towards uh, maybe something medical related just to tie it into the podcast, but people coming in and too. yelling at the doctors and throwing things at them, that sounds like a normal hospital experience. Is that right, Dr. That just sounds, yeah. I was going to say, None if you pay extra, you can throw some racial slurs in there as well. Yeah. Just so maybe like as the customer, part of the experience is you know yelling at you that you killed my wife because you refused to give her ivermectin or whatever. Mm-hmm. That's yes, just, that's something that, that I get to do. Your, um, as you're getting your yeah. like, you know, a latte, like a like a, uh, a I can't even think of a good um, like a well, funny bone I, latte. Yeah, so well, that can be make a menu. It's like a reverse instead of yeah. Dick's last resort. In that, instead of you know the wait staff there harassing you, you as the customer are encouraged to sort of you harass, harass them. Yeah, but they get to fight back, and hence the medical piece is when the injuries come in. You have your doctor, your urgent care next door. So would the, whenever they use these, so let's say to use that example, you wouldn't give my wife ivermectin, so now she's dead. That could be the name of a drink, right? Yes. And then the response could be, you know, instead of saying like, do you want, uh, you know, hot or cold? Do you want, you know, how do you want that? Um, you might say another thing in medical code, like we did everything we could. We were just following the science. Yeah. Um, and that's and then, cream or sugar you're sort of asking yeah yeah yes and i think this particular drink would probably oh let's see my wife well, is dead be because you one. didn't give her ivermectin. that sounds like a macchiato to me Ooh, with a little yeah. bit of sprinkled cinnamon on the top and yeah, dep- uh, i guess depending on the intonation yeah the sprinkles and i know yeah uh, we, did, I, we had to do we had to do that i know when talking about i'm not a huge like coffee expert but i know people use the word drip a lot so i assume 
all of this mm-hmm. is in an IV, right? Obviously, yes. Okay, I'm a, okay. I was a barista before my time at the PAB, and uh, so I, I can very much help you with all of these things. Okay, um, good. No, yeah, I've always wanted to open a coffee shop where we got to assault each other, because I'm sure if anyone who's worked retail, you have fantasies of wanting to hurt people. Yeah. And now, mm-hmm. why not work them all together? So I, I, I think that macchiato of the... Uh, my wife died because you didn't give her ivermectin when was a like, really good drink idea. Macchiato IV drip. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe. So everyone's hooked up to IVs uh-huh. uh, when they come in. And uh, if they struggle with that, then um, should that be a part of the experience as well? If they say, like, wait, I don't think I want this. That's, that seems invasive. Well, that just sounds like a Frappuccino to me. Yeah, that's a Frappuccino. So they get... All they get is an unspoken Frappuccino pulled over and hooked up to the IV. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Uh, this sounds easy and fun. Yeah. Ooh, how about a plain drip coffee? Like a plain cup of coffee would be called the uh, go back to where you're from. Like, uh, the classic that the racists like to use. Because so much of this coffee that we're selling is not actually from mm-hmm. our country. So we get to be insulting oh, yes. while honoring the heritage of the coffee. That's yes. right. Like, oh, I, I will go back to where I came from. Here's a nice cup of coffee brewed from Ethiopia. Brilliant. Wow. It's so brilliant. much to learn in this coffee shop. Wow. I hope, well, see, I'm not the inspector at the coffee shop, so y'all get, we get to run buck wild here. I don't see my normal button-up self here. Yeah. Let's see. I mean, I'm, I, so you. I'm hoping for, we need a, we need like a, like a food too, I think. You know, like a Starbucks oh, will have right. like a couple of breakfast items. Like, like a, a scone. Like yeah, but what, yeah, what's like pop. what's like the scone of what's the doctor of bakery goods? Oh well, definitely. Uh, blonde, I would say a, a, a red velvet cupcake would, would be. Uh, I'm vomiting up blood. Would be how you get your red velvet cupcake. Oh, okay. okay. So poison. But instead of saying it, you actually have to. You either have to cough up real blood or bring your own blood capsules to really, you know. Or well, I mean, I th- just say, just go under the knife. How about that? Oh, there it is. It, I, Go under the knife is order a scone. Is order this red velvet cupcake that I believe oh, sorry, the sorry. easiest order thing here is just to, just to poison it, right? And that way they do end up throwing it up and it looks like blood. Oh, I like right, that too. You, you do but then the if you throw up, you can eat more. Oh, yeah. So again, yes. we're just, we're making more money. Yeah, and we're building a like a dedicated customer base. I'm really, really yeah, happy. Yeah, they're going to keep coming back. Because they're so hungry because yeah, they, they didn't get to digest the stuff they had before. You're going to be so hungry when you go to this and thirsty. Now, they're instead of a cup in. of water, what would you call water? Could that just be urine? Is that too easy? Like, we need, we, instead of like a glass of water, I'm like, I need a urine sample. Like, hi, I'd like a urine sample, please. And then you give them a glass of water. Or should we, or should we save that for something like fancy, like, what if, a, like a cappuccino. What if asking for a like, glass of water is accusing the doctor of, of being a murderer, but you don't know who this person is or which case or uh, which patient they're referring mm. to? It's just someone sort of screaming and weeping that you're a murderer. Yes. Like, you murdered him! And that's a, that's that's a, a glass one. of water. And that's a glass of water, yeah. yeah. Murder this him. is great, yeah. I think we need to have um, things that we accuse other staff members, like the RNs and the nurses, who mm-hmm. are, you know, like, steal. you have the nurse stole my wallet. Yes. The, oh, yeah. that's good. Yes, that's important. Well, we could do the, what do you know? That's a, that, that's a classic thing you hear to yeah. medical staff. Yeah, just honestly, okay. just being difficult every single step of the way is kind mm. of the highest priority of the customer. Yeah. And, and everyone will have red hats. Yeah, I think that's kind of red baseball hats. I think getting every every customer who walks in, just so they're easier to identify, so you don't get confused who's a doctor and who's a patient. Yes, of course. And and they'll all be obviously we want these houses these hats to be outsourced and made in like uh, Malaysia, much like a Patreon feed. So I'm sure you'll have some connections there into that, and maybe maybe some block letters that say like "Make coffee pretty okay again." Mm-hmm. Yeah, because that implies that there was a sort of a better time that coffee once lived, and, and we can go back better. to. And it. there was never a better time for coffee than right now. Yeah, but you can you can pretend that you need to go back to it, and that's that's sort of the mm. the trick. Now, okay, you want to build on that pretending? Real you know? ki- quick, let's talk insurance. So, what insurances do a- what insurances do we accept? 
like do we accept medicaid or or medicare or, or exactly what how does it how does that all work i'm not a doctor yeah for for ordering food items i'm gonna say medicare and then it's it really depends on the age group maybe for for the medicaid yeah. um like, i think maybe they're... a traditional hmo might be our best bet because we want to get those good high reimbursement uh high high reimbursement rates sure okay that's true i I mean, ideally, we would just um, we'd go to single pay, you know, single payer, and just get it all. So a universal. single person in the cafe pays for everyone. Uh, That's yes. ideally, yeah. That's how single payer works. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, and then you just it's like one of these, you know, not it or nose goes situations where like nose goes, everybody touches their nose. Yeah. Um, and then you're good. Uh. So that's I think that'd be the most efficient way to do it, and that's kind of how insurance should work anyway. Is one person pays for everyone. It's just whoever puts puts their um, finger to their nose last. Well, whoever has the least amount of money will pay for it. Obviously, yeah. that's or not sure. Poorest reflexes, maybe is missing limbs. Yep. You know. Uh, okay. I feel like we really. I think we got, got it. it. We're, I think so we're good we got, for the grand. We opening. could also offer. We could also offer people injections to get uh, various made up viruses that you found. Yeah, is that muffins or is that scones? Yeah, they are made of viruses. I knew it. Doctor, this is all going to the IAB, mother. No, that this can't. You've been had. This can't be true. This is a, This must be a lie, Doctor London. You showed me the the viruses. Yeah, and they talked to you, and then you guys hung out. Yeah, and but I was hanging out with ghosts. Like, what what what, what happened? I honestly, I leave you alone with them. Okay, I you know what I feel like this is being pinned too much on yeah. me as if I'm the problem here. Really, and the problem is what Tim we need to break Hortons. it down to yeah. is Tim Hortons. Tim yeah. Hortons uh, is the Tim, biggest issue. Again, I don't want to get so political. That's gonna be that's gonna get us in trouble. Um, and I I don't want the I don't want them. I'm just saying, so Mr. Port Sampson, that's who you should be investigating is Tim Hortons. I'm gonna add that to my report. But you know what? Okay, you know what? I'm gonna go ahead and um. Get these viruses to go. Okay. Chomp on that wheel. Oh, and look at them scurry and go. And oh, okay. They they are doing too well. I'm I'm glad that I'm taking care of this here, checking how they work here and now as opposed to later. Because yeah, that wheel is gone. There is no. We we destroy the wheel every week, of course, because uh we have to uh, we we take one off and then we have to rebuild it and add new chores, all yeah. that. But now that's done. Viruses destroyed it, and. Sure is here. So um yeah, um so thank you so much to uh uh to Bort Sampson for coming in here and surprise inspecting us. Um I I feel like we everything's pretty up to snuff. Um is there any way for uh listeners to um you know follow you, hear more about you or anyone you're a fan of? Well absolutely. So you know, any of you out there if you're listening to the podcast, uh, don't be surprised if you see myself or our fellow inspectors showing up on there. But uh, a podcast that I actually have been listening to, I actually started as I had to inspect them as well for fraud, and they had to eventually give over their apology handwritten and it was you know, it was hard. But we actually, um, like I hope it can happen to all of us, is um, we became quite good friends. So that podcast is called Let's Chat with Chris Rebel. Uh, they, the, the host, uh, he seems like an okay guy, bit of a liar if you ask me. But he interviews folks from the world of uh, punk rock, pod, the podcast world, and uh, pop culture. And uh, it's been a lot of fun. But like I said, I, I met him originally because he was doing some lies. So we had to get that formal written apology. But, you know, we get maybe... Maybe that could be us one day, uh, and, and then we can start our businesses together. Just I, I hope there's no hard feelings. I'm I'm just a simple civil servant who works for a mega corporation inspecting podcasts, and I I needed to make a lot of money so I could have multiple homes. And I'm sorry if that encroaches on your lifestyle, but I, I hope we could be friends. Hey, honestly, I respect the hustle of going from working as a barista straight to a job that apparently supports multiple homes. I don't. That's pretty cool. Um. All right. So, uh, thank you. They're not big. Little homes. Oh. Oh, they're vi- okay. Ta- multiple, multiple tiny homes. Mini homes. Okay. I guess yeah, that's better. That's a little different, uh, I guess. More of a trailer, if we were being honest. But more than one. But I can connect them together to make like a, a big maze. Like, hamster type. Yeah. Deal. Like a maze. Yeah. Yeah. Well, well, thank you so much to Bort Sampson. Thank you to our producer Cameron. Thank you to Did You Do the Hose.
you don't know those. You wouldn't give my wife a rectum, so now she's dead. What the hell are you talking about? Died because you didn't give her ivermectin. You wouldn't give my wife ivermectin, so now she's dead. You wouldn't give my wife ivermectin, so now she's dead. So now she's dead. So now she's dead.